What's going on? This is The Rock is Hot. My name is Hush. I'm Kia. He's Kia. Shout out to Sylvia Plath. I almost forgot. I almost almost forgot my introduction about blah, 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 temperature joke. Sylvia Plath, you could have gone much more peacefully. Um, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, too long. But the playoffs are here. So we're back. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Uh, we saw eight game ones, four on Saturday, four on Sunday. Today is Monday. One thing we're going to take is away from those. So we're going to set a time. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to set a timer for five minutes, eight times. And we're going to talk about each game. You guys um, will hear the timer go off. Yeah, because that's how you're going to know, right? Not because yeah. it's just an iPhone speaker. Um, yeah. Let's start with the Suns and the Clippers. Clock is on. The Clippers defeated the Suns on Sunday night. It was the second to late game. It was super close. I mean, great fourth quarter. Clippers pull it out by five, but it was shot for shot. Um, Kawhi did crazy. If you've heard anything about the game, you heard about Russ going three for 19, but actually having a good game? Question yeah. mark? I would say those are the two leads. What did you think of that game, Kia? I think bigger picture, um, I don't think the Clippers are lucky that they ran into the Suns because I think the Suns are the best team. But I think if there was a series against an elite team that Paul George being out wouldn't matter as much, it would be the Suns. And I think really? in that sense, I think so. Because they already have so much wing depth anyways. And it's just the like... The Clippers do? Yeah. Yeah. So against a team with the Sun, like the Suns, that's what you need. And then Kawhi's going to do his thing regardless, um, which he right. did. We, we, we um, game one. We jumped uh, the cart with our horse real quick. My one takeaway from oh. this series is that the Suns are frauds. And it's not from that game. I just think the Suns are frauds. And so I'm going to continue to say that because they lost. The Clippers don't have a chance. They'll probably lose in five. But the Suns are frauds. Oh, definitely not. I think it's a seven-game um, series. But I think the Suns, it's clear they do need to – you can see that they barely played together. The hierarchy is not there. Yeah, They ended the game with a lot of Chris Paul, Aiden stuff, which I'm generally fine with, but you have Kevin Durant. Give yeah. Kevin Durant the ball. People were going in on KD for the fact that he only took 15 shots. He played 44 and a half minutes. So if I was saving characters, I would say he played 45 minutes and took 15 shots. Yeah. You can't it's- do that. Yeah, but I also think they need to look to get him the ball more. Also, the Clippers definitely tried to get the ball out of his hand. I think for the rest of his career, people are going to try the Celtics playbook against KD now. It looks like the best thing. Um, They want to get the ball out of his hands. It worked. He had a lot of assists, but, you know, you prefer that generally yeah. if you're playing against him. But, yeah, they need to look to get him – I think Chris Paul needs to have a bigger imprint on the season, on the series, in terms of he needs to be the one really just directing who gets the touches more than anything. Did you feel like he wasn't? Because Paul 
had seven, 11, and 10. 11 rebounds. Isn't that stupid? And KD was one rebound shy, 27, 9, and 11 of a triple double, which. Kevin Durant, Morris, and Chris Paul. That's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think. Then DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> I think Chris Paul was like in control of the ball, but I think he just needs to get. Like, what made the Sun so good the past couple of years is that their offense had a set style of thing to go to. Mm-hmm. And Chris Paul was the best at just getting it in, like, into gear, kind of. And they haven't figured that out yet with the new version of the team. And that's going to come down mostly on him to make sure everyone is kind of getting the ball where they need to. Yeah. I'm and the honestly... right people are getting the ball. I'm honestly not very worried about the Suns, or maybe I should be terribly worried. Because they had six bench points. They had four points from Landry Shamit, two points from Bismack Biombo. Oh, I'm sorry, and four from Jock Landale. Mm-hmm. They only had one bench player play more than seven minutes, and that was Shamit with 24. And yeah. I think the reason that everyone was calling the Suns frauds was rightful. The rightful reason that I could get behind was they have depth. no depth. Like None. Shamit played 23, and then the other five guys who played between four and seven, Josh Akogi, Ish Wainwright, Bismack Biambo, Terrence Ross, Jack Landale. I like. Yeah. I don't see them making a deep run because they got great numbers. They got 22 on 9 of 12 shooting from Torrey Craig. Like They didn't have turnover troubles, and they shot well from their stars. And Chris Paul gave you rebounds and dimes when he wasn't scoring well. And they lost. And Clippers don't have Paul George. Like, there's going to be better teams. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, so I'm worried and not worried because they got nothing from the bench, and they still basically lost by a basket. So that's good, right? They're going to win most games because they're going to get more than six or ten points. Yeah. I still think the series will go either way. Like, I'm not definitively choosing someone. I think the winner of this goes to the fi- wins the finals, in my opinion. Jesus. So, All right. See. You should have led with that. Kia's takeaway, <laughs> winner of this series wins finals. That was that was my uh, pre-series takeaway, too. That was my just bracket takeaway. That's why I'm happy we got this round one, to just guarantee yeah. we get it one way or another. Yeah. Okay, next series? I don't think the West is winning the finals at all. So <laughs> you give me eight teams, I'm not going to have that takeaway. Um. Let's go with my next, I don't know about my next favorite, the other four or five, Knicks and Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, that game was on Saturday afternoon slash evening. Yeah. Depending on where you live. Uh, 101 to 97, the Knicks take it in Cleveland to take back home court advantage. Um, what's your number one takeaway? Um, again, it's depth for Cleveland, but I think, I think it goes further than that, but I'll just say depth for now and then we can get into it. What's yours? My takeaway is like, who is Tibbs? (laughs) Tibbs coached his ass off this game and he played more than six guys, which is nuts. I did not expect Obi Toppin to get yeah, run. Yeah, I was going to say. I was surprised he came in the first quarter, right? Yeah, he played 15 that minutes. That was incredible. And he had 9-4-1. and one. He was pretty good. Um, yeah. At this point, like you've got to get onto the floor by playing defense. And he's not a stalwart, but the 
Cavs front court really doesn't score that well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Cavs defense looked brutal. Um, I still expect the Knicks to Knicks to lose. I guess I meant to say the Cavs to win. Um, but yeah, I think the Knicks are not being held back by their talent. Yeah, definitely not. Like I would expect. Oh, I'm sorry, the other way around. They're not being held back by a lack of talent, by ceiling of scheme or play style. Oh, right? I see what you like, mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Wildcat offense or something. Like, oh, the Knicks can only win this much. Like, yeah. And it's cool yeah, yeah. to make the second round all the time, even though they haven't done that. But it they doesn't seem more seem... dynamic. Than yeah. The I yeah. think they're held back by the fact that like RJ Barrett sucks and like the rest of the roster isn't there yet. Like they have to play baby Quentin Grimes, who's going to continue to get better. But I'm really, really impressed with the Knicks. I still expect the Cavs to win. But I mean, my take. Yeah, this is like, another one I see kind of going either way in like seven. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think for the Cavs, Evan Mobley did a lot, and he didn't do a lot of it good on offense in this game. And I expect <laughs> that to die down. I think they're trying to get his confidence up. They're trying to get him to be more aggressive, which I generally am all for. Uh, that's not going to work in the playoffs. And I think they're realizing that. I think all these wings on on uh, Brunson, I think either they're going to have to just straight up put like Mobley on him or just have like Mitchell hope he can keep up and put all the energy on defense and offense. Because like Jetty Osman, that's not going to work on Brunson. It's, it just won't. Yeah, it did I not. Think... They tried it. They tried it down the stretch too. They didn't have shit else to do. Yeah. They need to get Mobley playing at a spot in the floor where he can actually, like, do something offensively. Like, he was either in the corners where he, they're not even going to guard him, or he's, like, too close to the basket where him and Allen are getting in each other's way and he can't do anything there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have to find a way to make it profitable to play him kind of in the middle of the court where he can – I guess right now his best asset would be as a passer. So just Yeah, I agree. And also – he needs to box out, and so does Jared Allen. They need to play bigger because this is – it was like a crime um, how they got out physical. Yeah. It, so, it was almost it was almost like Cat and Gobert in a way where, like, they didn't get – in just this one game where mm-hmm. they didn't get the benefits of playing big, but they did get the hindrances of playing big. Yeah. And yeah, that, they – that gave up be the case. 17 offensive rebounds for 23 second chance points. And they still like only four points. Like the Knicks needed 23 second chance points to claw to 101. Like yeah. this Cavs defense is for real. But the offense, Donovan Mitchell dropped 38 with eight assists. There's only so much you can do. And Garland yeah. also is not innocent in this either. Garland has to really, like, yeah. it's one, tough. He, he one needs assist, to make a bigger imprint on the game. One assist, it, he just five seems turnovers like he's out there. in Darius Garland's playoff debut. Yeah. You can't have 0.2. That's not a real <laughs> But if you, look at, if you look at all that, damn, man, like, a lot went wrong for the Cavs, and they were right in it, which is really a testament to Donovan Mitchell, I feel like. This is a bad um, matchup for the Cavs. Yeah, it's worse than 
it's even like, worse in this game than you would think on paper. The Knicks, the Knicks guards are like two-way problems, and they match up with the Cavs' biggest strength, which is like crazy front court, right? Because they got Mitchell Robinson, yeah. Hardenstein, and, and even if Randall, Mobley's and bigger even, than taller than Randall, yeah. Randall muscles through him. Like there's yeah. not a lot he can do. Josh Hart and Obi Toppin. Oh, Josh Hart's incredible. Best role player in the league by far. Yeah, 17 and 10, he's, five off. He's like almost all-star impact in a role player player. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll wrap. I maintain with Cavs and seven. Yeah. Um, this is a bad I, matchup I for them, but they're two over talents. I'd agree, Cavs and seven, but coach. no surprise if it goes the other way. Yeah, when it when it's a seven game series, yeah, like that's racing yeah goes goes without saying. This will be a competitive can go either way. All right, let's hit Bucks Heat. Okay. Um. So Heat somehow won by a lot. Like it was a weird game. Giannis left after ten minutes. They were up even before he went out, though. Yeah. The Heat? I think they were, right? I, I don't know. I started watching late, so I'm not sure. I was on a plane for this game. Yeah, but so I started I, watching I re I recaught what I could. Giannis left after 10 minutes, minutes played, so like late in the second. And Tyler Hero broke his hand after playing 19 minutes. He's done for the series. He's done for four to six weeks. So mm-hmm. we'll probably see him sometime in the Heat's conference finals run <laughs> slash the start of the finals, depending on how he heals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Heat win by 13, and I'm pretty sure they were up 20 plus. Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler, 35 points, 11 dimes. He's incredible. Three steals without attempting a three. He put up all those numbers. Ben Adebayo, 22 and seven. Kevin Love had 18 for no reason with eight boards. Like yeah. the Heat. Giannis, Giannis to is to going to play in game two. Like, okay, I'm sorry, takeaways. But yeah, since yeah. Giannis is going to be fine, this game means nothing. Bucks are going to win four straight. I think, especially with zero out. The Bucks. My takeaway is, yeah, the Bucks should clearly win either way. But the path to the Heat, the very slim path to make an enormous upset, is contain Giannis. Or I guess if he's not even there, then they don't even have to do that. But contain Giannis if he's there. Which honestly. The Heat can do that better than almost any other team, just between Jimmy Butler and Bam. Yeah, they almost and then made Giannis the... retire after <laughs> building the wall on him. Yeah. Do you remember that? Did you hear that the other day? Yeah, I did hear that, actually. Yeah. I didn't put that together. Yeah. Um, was, they have a lot of the same personnel. They have a lot of the same personnel as they did in 2020 when they completely destroyed him. And mm. then on the other hand, they just have to hit all of their threes because the Bucks are going to give it to them. Yeah, and if they get four or I guess three extremely lucky shooting games, there's a path. Yeah, but, and that happened. That happened on Sunday. Yeah, they were yesterday. fifteen for twenty-five. They only took exactly. twenty-five threes. Yeah, so the Bucks took forty-five, and they only made eleven. So that's four for twenty difference. Yeah, so that's really their path. It's unlikely, but. That's why I think this one game honestly makes it a lot more likely than it seems because their strategy would be the highest variance strategy possible, which is shooting the highest variance shot as much as you can and hoping you make it. Um, so having that, having to have all that luck go right three times instead of four is big. I mean, I'm still taking the bucks, but I do think 
I think it's worth watching. Like, I wouldn't say it's an extreme. Uh, I don't think it'll be a big blowout, but I don't know. I, I could look like an idiot after this. I don't think it's worth watching. I think the Bucks are going four in a row. Um, by the big takeaway, like for real, like my take was just like a prediction. Chris Middleton went insane. 33 points on 20 shots, 12 of mm-hmm. 20, got to the line 10 times, nine boards, four assists. Like he's still coming back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like with Andrew Wiggins, his first game back was game one of a playoff series after like a couple months out. Like, yeah. you can't get Andrew Wiggins a 45% usage game on a back-to-back without his stars against the Rockets. Like, this is the playoffs. And for no reason, Chris Middleton just got, like, 20 shots in a half, pretty much. Right? Like, yeah. however many shots after the 10 minutes that Giannis was gone of his 20. And Drew Holiday had 16 assists to one turnover. Yeah, Pretty good. Like, these guys took some high leverage, high usage situations and got to do things that otherwise they might not have been able to. Bobby Portis had 21 points. Um, Luke Lopez didn't do shit. And that's concerning. And I don't think it's just concerning because you imagine he'll just do yeah. better. Yeah, exactly. And his impact is on defense. Um, yeah. I don't think the Heat have a chance. Tyler Hero's hand is broken. So yeah. Jimmy Butler, instead of taking 27 shots, he's going to take 37, but they're all going to be twos. And Ben Adebayo is going to go from 18 shots to 25 shots, and he's going to miss them all because they're going to be floaters because he can't get to the rim because there's two defensive players of the year on the other front court. And then you got to play Kevin Love, who's going to give Giannis 80. Yeah, and Kyle Lowry going to give Drew Holiday 90. should absolutely win this by a lot. But I still don't think it's a completely foregone conclusion. But Damn, dude. You need to have your heart broken a few more times. No, nah, I'm not a Heat fan, so don't worry. <laughs> Jimmy Butler went to my college, but my college was in Milwaukee. So you already know what's going down. <laughs> uh, let's kick it over to Celtics Hawks. Do we have to? Do you want to talk about the Lakers, or do you want to say? I think let's just say one minute on Celtic Hawks. I think, like, I don't think we need to use the full five minutes. I'm going to set a timer for two, and I bet we go over. Okay, this is a boring series. There's nothing good about this. The Celtics will win by a lot. Um, They'll probably drop a game, but it doesn't matter. The Hawks don't have a single way to attack them. They should just be looking towards next year. Boston looks like the best team in the league. That's it, really. I mean, Robert Williams looked good, and when he's good, their defense. I mean, I don't know how much their defense dropping off a little this year is due to him not playing or due to the coaching change. Mm-hmm. But if the, assuming the coaching change doesn't matter, um, this is like the best defense ever. So, yeah, they're they're going to completely trounce the Hawks, and this is a boring series that no one cares about. I care. No, you don't. <laughs> I love this series. I honestly do. I think Trey and DeJounte is going to work. I think it's – well, if it was a good fit, then they'd be winning, right? But I think it's going to be an awesome fit. Uh, I think it's hilarious that DeJounte took 25 shots and Trey only took 18. 
Uh, no one else took more than 10. That's not good. I think Clint Capella is going to have a terrible time. I think John Collins is going to have a terrible time. But they're going to have a time, and Oneka, Onyeka Okong is also going to have a time, and Jalen Johnson does not belong on the floor, and Sadiq Bey does not belong on the floor, um, and DeAndre Hunter might not belong on the floor. Like, I think the Hawks is... are pretty shot, like because John Collins um, is not him, sadly, and Bogdan Bogdanovich is, uh, I mean, it's like fine. Um, this is just they, a series for the Hawks to figure out what's kind of working and what's yeah, not how working to play at with all. Quinn Snyder, like they've got yeah, how two, to play with Quinn Snyder, what players work, so they know exactly yeah. what to tear apart in the off season. Yeah. they need to make drastic changes, and this is the best way they can think. That was too needs to I want to one more because I love the Hawks. I told you, I told you we'd okay. go over two. Uh, Clint Capella, DeJounte, and Trey, I think, are three pillars. Obviously, you got two all-stars and then a player who I think is awesome. You don't have to keep Clint Capella, but you should have two non-trades and then everybody else just get rid of them. Uh, Okongu, like, if you like Okongu, you better like Okongu because I had him, like, three on my draft board. I yeah. thought he was better than Wiseman. I love that dude. He's um, but I really like this matchup because Trey and DeJounte get to play reps that matter against a team that has Derek White and... Marcus Smart on the perimeter, and Malcolm Brogdon can like he's cool and he's got high IQ, so we can pretend he's a good defender. <laughs> like the Hawks don't stand a chance, but I do think they've got low key a lot of talent. John Collins can get lucky. No Jones doubt about that. The fourth pick, I think Clint Capella could win Defensive Player of the Year in a year where he gets good breaks. Yeah. Um, and Bogdan, I think he should have been threes. like second a couple years ago. Yeah, Jalen Johnson shouldn't be playing. Sadiq Pay shouldn't be playing. Um, yeah, I don't think that the Celtics are the best team, but unless the Bucks have ninetieth or hundredth percentile, like I think they're the other best team. Them and the Bucks. Um, hmm. So yeah, like this was yeah. fine. This is just. <laughs> Not really, worth. really nothing to say. We can talk um, about the Hawks' future, but otherwise, there's nothing worth. Yeah, we don't have to talk about and the that's, that's season. not what this podcast is. Yeah, we're done here. Takeaway is look forward to Celtics Bucks. Yeah, right, Lakers time. Love to. All right, as you Anthony probably know, Davis is the you... best defender I've ever seen. In All right, basketball. so I guess the clock started. Anthony Davis <laughs> is fine. <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna put my mic down and let Kia do five. No, um, you give your takeaway first. Uh, my takeaway is like the Grizzlies are also frauds. Um, yeah, John Morant is hurt. We don't know if he's gonna play. How much of this series? Um, yeah, like my real takeaway is the Lakers are an actual basketball team. Like I already had them going to the conference finals. Yeah, me too. And. That was because of weak road. Like, they're going to play the Grizzlies, and now that's Grizzlies without Ja after already being without Steven Adams and Clark when I picked against them. And then they're going to play the Kings, who, like, it's LeBron and it's the Sacramento Kings. Like, come on. Um, So I thought they were going to go to the conference finals, even if it was Mickey Mouse. And, like, they're a real team. If they had this roster plus an offseason, yeah, from game 82, I think they would win 52 and they'd be finals contenders. Like I think they, they are could finals be, contenders, so I don't. The West is terrible. Like I, re- uh, the West, I think the top three of the West is very good, and I think Lakers are number four. But well, 
if the Warriors continue to be little Betty by babies, then they're no, going no, to I'm ha- saying Nuggets, Clippers, Suns. Yeah, that's what I mean. Nuggets, Clippers, Suns. Yeah. They're only going to have to play one of them. Exactly. Who knows, they got, they, yeah. who knows what those teams will look at a month from now after having played 14 games. Uh, so, yeah, my takeaway is like uh, Rob Polinka of the year. I, yeah, best trade deadline I've ever seen, short of landing like Kevin Durant, like something like that. The single yeah. most impactful and best trade deadline I've ever seen. But I have to issue huge apology to Jaron Jackson Jr. Good on him. into defensive player of the year. Good on him. I've talked a lot. Dude, every single pod we talk about JJJ, you're just like, you can't even play him in the playoffs. He's so bad at offense. Every time I talk about him, it's been completely negative on offense. I've never heard someone disrespect him more. He's made legitimate big improvements and i'm happy to see it because i still stand by what i said at the time you think it's not you true think anymore he went from six foot nine tony allen to 31 points on ad well i don't months. think he's a 31 point guy but i think he dropped 31 he's an all-star yeah, i know but i <laughs> I'm think the best defender offense, of all time right i well yeah but he was he was getting post-sub reps on lebron don't make me <laughs> Don't make me not talk possibly about him. LeBron is Don't a good defender. LeBron is a former JJJ, defensive player of the year runner-up. JJ for him on offense, and I think he's this season he looked a lot better. I was saying let's wait until the playoffs to see if that's real. Seems real. Seems real. Um, he, he like seems a lot more decisive. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Game. Well. I don't know. But he seems a lot more decisive. His finishing around the rim seems better. He seems less awkward. Um, Though it looks like I was still right about Memphis not being an actual uh, anything real. But that'll come come later. I think... For now, uh, they're frauds. The game I'm thinking of is that overtime game against the Pelicans to end the year. It was almost a playing game. I like the Pelicans. Um, Pelicans, back-to-back play-ins. On to the Lakers. I don't think I don't Anthony think the Grizzlies Davis are frauds. I think they're just cooked. Like if yeah, they had Stephen Adams yeah, and Brandon Clark, like it would be different. I agree with that. They no, had I, to still, play, I would still take the Lakers. Combined, they had thirty-three minutes from Santi Aldama and David Roddy. Yeah, I'd still take the Lakers, but you're right. That's a big difference. Um, Twenty-two minutes from Xavier Tillman. Anthony Davis start. He contested everything. Two points, three for rebounds, the whole game. Minus seven. Satchel Dama, minus 23. I can go one for four, man. Take more. Should be a minimum required shots taken. Not for Satchel Dama. But... No, no, no. For um, Xavier Tillman. Oh. Mm, Satchel Dama went three for six. But Xavier Tillman went one for four. If you even start, then. you should have to play 20 minutes no matter what. And you should have to take five shots. I'm sick of PJ Tucker playing 38 minutes and going 0 for 1. No. How's that never, good for the sport? He's never 0 for 1. He's PJ always, Tucker? He always has at least one three or put back. I have got a game for you. <laughs> but anyways. Good timing. I feel like we barely talked about <laughs> the actual game. Um, we don't need to. Yeah, we don't need to. 
if Jaws out, it's done. If not, we still take the Lakers. Um, we took the Lakers even before this game. Yeah. They look. The takeaway is that the series is over. They look as good as you could. No, I don't think it's over, but I'm still taking them. They look as good as you could expect. Here we go. Here we go. January 3rd, 2020. P.J. Tucker, 37 minutes, zero points on one field goal attempt. (laughs) January 3rd, 2020. Led the game in plus minus 37 minutes, zero points. That's real hoops. Yeah, that's pure basketball. That's real hoops. (laughs) Hey, want to take us to the next one? Don't come at me about PJ Tucker stats. Yeah, think, uh, <laughs> three years ago, <laughs> a pre-bubble January third of twenty. Um. Yeah. Also, I want to shout out Robert Covington for being a DNP CD. Yeah, that's an absurd. That's insane. That's insane, man. That... Marcus Morris too. Marcus Morris has been well, a DNP CD. Yeah, Marcus Morris isn't good. That's the deservedly. Um, all right, it's finally time for Warriors Kings. Our we can it do our last one. Um, well, we have Minnesota and Denver. Let's do 30 seconds. Takeaway is series is over. Um, yeah, series is over. Give Minnesota an offseason to actually learn what they're doing and a full regular season where they're healthy. And then, and then we'll see. I still think they have it. I picked Nuggets in six because I think Rudy Gobert, Cat, and Ant are really good. And yeah. they're going to have two and a half good games at the same time, at least once, maybe twice. Um, yeah. And I just think Jokic and Gobert and Cat is super fun. But the Wolves have nothing for the perimeter. Jokic mm-hmm. could have five, five, and five in 40 minutes. But they have nobody to guard Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. And Aaron Gordon is just too much for them in every way. Yeah, so, this is another one not really worth Yeah, Like, you don't have to guard... You do have to guard Gobert, but like if Gobert is going to be Matisse Bible in the middle, Honestly, then it doesn't matter really that you have Jokic because Aaron Gordon can go 48 minutes throwing his head at um, Cat. Yeah. Um, Congrats to the Wolves for even getting this far given yeah. the season from hell. Literally season from hell. Yeah. Very impressive they became the eighth seed. Yeah. Uh, it ends here. <laughs> yeah. I picked them to make the conference finals before the season. Uh, with Jaden McDaniels, I do think they'd actually take it to six. I think he makes that big of a difference because Maybe. he's a top five perimeter defender, and that's I literally think... their biggest hole and their biggest need, which is a bad thing to have line up. I just yeah. think if they if this roster was more like experienced with each other, yeah, and more like. Like you know what I'm trying to say. If Not they just out too. Yeah, if they just knew what they were doing, if they knew how to play with each other, if they had a scheme that they really yeah. like, made sense, then this would be a really like fun competitive series. We'll get that next year, probably. Yeah. For now, you know, it's a wash. Yeah. I wish they didn't get rid of D'Lo and Malik Beasley. You don't need both, but one would be nice. Eh, because you replace them with Mike Conley. Who had an awesome playing right creating all those threes <laughs> yeah um okay he's perfect for them okay next um that's, uh, that's yeah, let's sixers because that game just wrapped us for us do we philly, need to it's just so boring philly won like by 20 on saturday time. they held the nets to 84 which is the lowest postseason scoring title in like a year or two years a couple 
84 yeah. points in a playoff game, man. Brooklyn! Philly's my, uh, I guess this is my takeaway. This isn't related to the series at all. Um, there's no logic behind this. I don't think Philly's the best team, but I think Philly's going to go to the finals. Uh, more of a gut feeling than anything. Yeah, I picked Philly to win the finals. I had them over the Nuggets in six games. Before before the season, I had them over the Clippers. Jokic, and then after the play-in, before the playoffs, that was my bracket, was them. Yeah. yeah Jokic, Jokic and Embiid poetic. do a lot for basketball. But Embiid's, in the finals, Embiid oh my is God. going to do so much for xenophobia culture. After... After the way Luca bombed out, and then Rudy Gobert is going to get swept, and then the guy who swept Rudy Gobert is going to get dumped all over by Joel Embiid and James Harden. Yeah, but I'm picking the Nuggets in that. But well, actually, that's a really bad matchup for the Nuggets. Yeah, but man, I think the Suns. I think Harden? the Suns are doing it either way. So who's going to carry James Harden? PJ Tucker versus Jokic. Hide, hide Joel Embiid. <laughs> oh man. Bruce Brown? You kidding me? The Bruce yeah, Brown Harden matchup? Oh, it's gonna be a well, movie. Bruce Brown Harden is that's pretty good for Dude, Tobias Harris versus Aaron Gordon in the Spider-Man meme of all Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man really movies. good. That's really good. Right? DeAnthony Melton and Jamal Murray. Oh dog. Like PJ on Michael Porter Jr. is gonna make that man go back to Columbia, Missouri and cry. Will it, had zero points. I think, I think Michael Porter is one of those guys that it's like, if he's playing with Jokic, it doesn't really matter who you have on him. He's kind of just going to do the same thing. <laughs> PJ Tucker had zero points starting and playing 20 plus minutes literally tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but this doesn't, I, higher this plus doesn't minus count. than James Harden. <laughs> this doesn't count. It's against uh, stupid Brooklyn. Dude, it was a regular season game on that other one. He was probably doing it against the Bobcats. Yeah, this like this just hoops. Xavier Tillman should not be playing. Saves them a lot. Xavier Tillman should be playing in playoff games. My rule still stands. B ball, Paul. Oh yeah, he was really good in the first game. (laughs) This is the Brooklyn Philly section because, with all due respect, because this is it's so boring. Just like like I was talking about the series that won't happen between them and the Nuggets. Yeah, like (laughs) and naming guys that aren't on either team. Other bad series, at least like the Hawks are fun, the Celtics are fun. You don't um, think the Wolves are really fun? The Nets are not fun. I'm oh, sorry, dude. I'm sorry, the Nets aren't fun. And Embiid is the most boring superstar I've watched. One of them, him and Giannis. And what? Uh, <laughs> so the point is, dude, what about like Chris Paul? Chris Paul sucks. I love watching Chris, Devin Paul. Booker sucks. Yeah, Jandre, Booker, not a superstar. but Devin Booker is not a superstar. What? He had seventy points. He's the best player on a finals team. He's a... uh, he's not a super. He's not like elite echelon. Like I top. hate when people define the word superstar. Uh, yeah, we don't. We don't have to do that. The point all right, is instead instead of talking more about Seth Curry, the good series we like. Listen to the only players that came off the bench tonight for the Nets. Royce O'Neal, Seth Curry, Joe Harris. No one else played. Playoff Joe Harris is... 12, 12 minutes, zero points, one turnover. Okay, let's go... Instead of a Nets take here, my take is that Zubats and Aiton is going to be the matchup that decides the series in Clippers-Suns. 
No, it's Kawhi, Katie. But it's, I see where you. I see those guys are both going to drop thirty on each other. So Actually, it's like yeah, they both, it's like they both drop zero. I get what you mean. They kind of do cancel out. All right, but yeah, like somebody's going to actually win in Zubats versus Aiden. And last night it was kind of Zubats. Mm-hmm. All right, Ish. Okay. Warriors Kings. Everyone's favorite series. Game Everyone's two starting series. right now as we speak. But yeah, they're literally. You're going to get thoughts on game one. <laughs> yeah. So what's important with this? series and why we were fine with having to record because we've got obligations prior to the conclusion of game two is number one these are game one takeaways mm-hmm. number two is no one expects the kings to go up 2-0 i think yeah. the biggest thing that we learned from game one is that the warriors aren't taking them lightly mm-hmm. and the kings and are still, still won like yeah. the Celtics aren't taking the Hawks lately and they're blowing the fucking doors off them. It's embarrassing. Like they the are Sixers taking them lightly. The Celtics? They're taking them lightly. Like it's not like they really like they know it doesn't No, matter. they're ta- they're taking them seriously. Are but they? they're treating them like like oh dude, yeah. Yeah. That's why they fucked them up. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Either way. Yeah. And then it's that's funny that why we're talking Philly... about the six seed taking the third seed lightly or not, by the way. Yeah. That's what it is. I mean, they're the reigning champs. Yeah, no, and it's, it's true. They, I think this series is going to go seven games. I, I thought so. that before. Oh, I, I picked I Kings in that. seven. I picked Kings in six. I think if it goes seven, you the picked Warriors the Kings win. Too? Because yeah, I picked the Kings. Uh, and I my think. reasoning for picking the Kings was, I don't think the Warriors will be able to keep up with their pace, and I don't know if they'll be able to slow them down. And game one, they played at the Kings' pace and. They won. Lost. I mean, oh, yeah, the Kings, Kings won. won. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Um, but I think if it goes to seven, I have Golden State winning. I think. Yeah, it's I don't think. Be a very I don't think six. home court is going to matter in Game Seven. Yeah, I think. I say really that as six. the Kings have maybe the best home court you'll see in the 2020s. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like this playoffs. Yeah, because the fans are still starving. Yeah. But then it's like San Francisco is so close. And and the Warriors have the worst road ever this year. So game seven home court should matter with this crowd and that road record. Yet I still don't think it will. I don't either. If, if we get there. <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> I don't either. And so my takeaway overall is that the Kings can really do it. And I think they're going to be scary in the next round if they do it. But mm-hmm. I also think, like, I'm lying to myself out of joy because the Kings have to play Trey Lyles and Harrison Barnes often That's at the true. same time. But they were pretty good, to be honest. And, and Keegan at Murray, least one man. Game. Keegan Murray's the good. Kings, He's really maybe good. Maybe I'm biased, too, because Sabonis is – I love that guy. I love Fox. The pairing is one of my favorite duos ever. But I really do think – I think they're a better team this year. If I'm the Warriors, the one adjustment, the one big thing I'm doing is I'm just – I want to play Draymond at the five as much as I can. Um, when Sabonis is in at center, I'd prefer to just have Draymond playing five and Looney not in the game. I think that would serve the Warriors better. I think they'd be able to keep up with the pace more. I think Draymond can bother Sabonis more than Looney can, and I think whatever the Looney replacement would be would be able to – provide more on offense the Looney replacement would probably be 
Gary Payton. Oh, perfect. I would Which be provide less on that. offense. <laughs> mm, yeah, but you'd provide more on defense. Which is like you're taking out a center for a guard, but still he would provide more on defense. Like I don't know. I don't. And they'd they'd play faster. They'd get more in the open court. Sabonis had a bad game. He did. Um, but then he also kind of had an awesome game. Like he was five for seventeen, and but only had two doing, assists and four turnovers. But he's but doing he, the big man stuff. He had sixteen boards, and he like pushed pace and was not a ball stopper. He'll never yeah. be a ball stopper. He never will. And I think what really impressed me about Sabonis was the fact that he was still able to draw loose ball fouls, which are effectively turnovers, right? Mm-hmm. Or their offensive yeah. rebounds, depending which side of the ball you are. He had five offensive Two of the rebounds. best things you can get. Yeah, exactly. And only three fouls. Um, and that's the litmus to me for a superstar baseline is how bad are your bad games, right? Because when Steph has a bad game, he didn't go two for nine for 10 points. When Steph has a bad game, he still has 18 and five. Yeah, and so bonus is version so bonus of that had a, is had twelve and sixteen. Rebound. Yeah, yeah, and I did not expect that, and because of that, I don't expect the king or not the kings, the warriors to switch it up because they played big, and Sabonis had a bad game. Uh, yeah. I want to see Davion Mitchell glued to Steph for like yeah. a quarter in this series. Yeah, Malik Monk, man. Oh, he's we didn't that talk about guy. Monk or Fox. Most points ever off the bench in a playoff debut. Malik Monk has the most confidence plus composure I've like ever seen. It's actually crazy. He legitimately must think he's the best player on the court. He looks like he, an eighth he, grader playing against sixth graders. He is. He has literally no fear doing anything at like crunch time the biggest game of his career, he doesn't care. He'll bring up the ball. He'll take, like, a step back three. It's, it's yeah. like, it's incredible. You I've never talk seen about, anything like yeah. that. You want to talk about blinders and short-term memory. Like, yeah. Malik Monk no, has crowd noise him. turned off, and, yeah, he has no idea what happened on the last possession. But, He's a dog, man. 14 yeah. for 14 from the line. Fox was 8 for 12. And the rest of the team had six free throws combined. That's Only crazy. four Kings shot a free throw, and 26 of them went to two players. Yeah. Um, this team is just wild, dude. Alex Len, big minutes. They didn't want to see wizard. it. They didn't yeah, want to see didn't. it. They really didn't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's Alex what I'm saying about <laughs> questioning my Kings' faith is Harrison Barnes and Trey Lyles will be playing. Davion Mitchell and Alex Len will likely also be playing. Minutes of note. The Rich on Holmes, Rich on Holmes thing is crazy. Yeah, Free Rashawn Holmes, bro. I don't know. I will never understand what happened. Free him till it's backwards. The Wizards could get him for Daniel Gafford straight up right now. Okay, when we develop into Wizards talk, we that's should when do you know that. Time. That's when you know it's time to end the podcast. The the fucking um, Mavs should trade for Rich Holmes right now today. They should overpay the Suns for. Suns should him. trade for him right now. You imagine Rich Holmes, man, in Dallas. They tried to sign him to this the four year deal that the Kings gave him. The Mavs tried to give him that too, and now they can get him for free. Yeah, free him, so, bro. That's even crazier than the Robert Covington DMPCD. 
No, I don't think it is. It's not. Which, well, which it's more. It's more objectively, like inexplainable. It's more unexplainable. He's a. I I kind of think it is explainable based on scheme. Um, he just doesn't fit with Sabonis, and Alex Len off the bench makes more sense because of archetype. But Trey Lyles, man, Trey Lyles is a totally different player. He's really good. Trey Lyles had 16 points in 17 minutes. Yeah. But yeah, dude, Rich Holmes is objectively an above 50th percentile player. And he's clocking DNPC. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. He has to be the best DNPCD in the NBA right now of all 30 teams. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I'm mystified. It's not incredible competition. <laughs> I'm I'm mystified, dude. Like, and it's crazy because Mike Brown's like a really good coach. I wonder he's if a fantastic coach. That's another reason coach I, of the year. I think the I think the Mike Brown factor is going to be huge. He's going to be unanimous coach of the year, and he knows everything there is to know about the Warriors. Yeah, assistant there. Yeah, for a long time he got to pick his job. He's like could have jumped at any time. And it's funny. Made... I remember. Because I live in LA, all the Lakers fans that are like not basketball fans, but just Lakers fans, at the time when he was the Lakers coach, just just all Lakers shitting on him. Mm-hmm. Um, which I honestly couldn't tell you if he was good or bad at that time. But what I can tell you is, the NBA is a situational league. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I think we did it. We'll be back soon, probably within the week. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So Anything to else? The listener, to the listener, stay tuned. We got you. And to if it's a Zubots, the ball's in your court. Okay. <laughs> four, four, nine, and 11 for Draymond, Mr. Triple Single. See y'all. <laughs> cool. This has been the Rock is Hot Dispatch Productions. Um, big dispatch stuff coming soon. You know where to find us. Our Twitters, all that general offer stuff. Why are we still going? I don't know. We can cut this out. All right, we're not gonna cut it out. Okay. It's Blu-ray Hush. He's um NBA Kia. truth teller. Kia, oh, yeah. that's his name. He's Kia. It's Blu-ray Hush. Full name only. All caps when you spell the man's name. Shout yeah. out to Ty Lawson. Maybe we should cut it out. <laughs>